Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. thinking circa 1983 off the top of my head if I'm not mistaken yes indeed it's Thriller happy Halloween everybody Bob Stoffer joining you from Pittsburgh you know I've been in Pittsburgh on St. Patrick's Day and on Halloween and the end result by the end of the night is probably going to be the same if you know what I'm saying because they're already getting after it in this town this is Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex buy or lease your next not uh, your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy. Office IT and supplies jam-packed show for you. Off day for the Edmonton Oilers. Coming off an impressive 4-1 victory over the Columbus Blue Jackets, where the Oilers improve to 9-4-1 in the season. That's what they finished the month of October. 9-4-1. If I told you that back on October 2nd, as the Oilers got ready to take on the Vancouver Canucks, you would have taken it all day. 
You could make an argument. They left some money on the board. Anyhow, 9-4-1 today. The team will have a practice tomorrow. And McDavid, Crosby, Dreisaitl, Malkin? Perhaps uh, coming up Saturday. That's 11 o'clock puck drop. Uh, that is Mountain Standard Time. What a show we have. Complete recap of last night's game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Lots of audio to get to. Then, Lita Brusk flying uh, from Columbus uh, going into Vegas today. So we flipped Elliot Friedman. Elliot's going to do today's show. Louie will do tomorrow's show. So Elliot Friedman at 1235 today for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. For Canadian Power Pack, at 105 today, Sportsnet's Brian Burke. At 135 today, the entertainer himself, Eddie Shack. Ken Reed's got a new book out, Hockey's Most Entertaining Stories. We'll talk to a guy who was a legend in Canada back in the 60s and the 70s. Eddie Shack, the entertainer, uh, involved in some of the scariest, wildest, nuttiest incidents ever. Pretty good promoter. Remember the pop shop back in the day? Four-time Stanley Cup champion Eddie Shack will join us on today's edition of Orders. Now, Edmonton Oil Kings... Right now, probably the best team in the Western Hockey League. Their head coach, Brad Lauer, coming up in conversation with the man back in the studio today, the man that's there all the time, Brendan Escott. Here's how you can reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Enjoy the new smoke-friendly expansion. Embers at the River Creek Resort Casino. Excitement bet on it. You can text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Again, 630-630. We're on Twitter. At orders now, tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan at Brendan Escott. And a reminder, Brian Burke coming down the pipe at 105 today for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Monday, we left Edmonton to go to Detroit. Tuesday, we were in Detroit. Oilers didn't play good till the third period. Outshot the Red Wings 17-5. Couldn't get the second goal. Lost 3-1 with an empty netter. Last night, Took care of business in Columbus. Let's get to the audio. Four, direct workwear. The orders now, audio vault, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Jack Michaels with the call. Edmonton with a record of 8-4-1. The Columbus Blue Jackets at 5-4-2. Columbus lost in the offseason. A drive off the post. Pearson off a drop pass. And then and we're down to 20 seconds on the power play. Fired up the gut by Smith. That's where he moves the puck. Tries on a wrist shot. Score off the rush. James Neal buries his 11th of the season. Chance to do Hopkins. Backdoor score. Leon Drysaddle right as the power play expires. It's Nugent Hopkins who'd already been stopped. Down the right-hand side, Nugent Hopkins. Wrist shot off the rush. Save. Rebound. Score! It might have glanced off a skate and in, but Nugent Hopkins put it into a dangerous area. Bjorkstrand dances around him, centers, but into the skates of Wenberg, and the Oilers have a two-on-one the other way. Drysaddle to Cassie, and in over the line. Back to Drysaddle. Shoots and scores! Four-nothing Edmonton! Jack, we talked about the fact that Columbus was going to have to get out of their comfort zone to chase this game down. Going to be it for is that it for Jonas Corpusello? I believe it is. Chris Russell can't clear. Atkinson, what timer? Wierenski scores. Oilers had a chance to clear, didn't do it, and Wierenski made the pay. Power 
play goal at 6.55 of the second period. Up the right-hand side, Atkinson poked on net, a save made by Mike Smith. And the Oilers cruise home with an event-free third period. Shots 31-24. What a job by the Oilers. I mean, leading 4-1. Yes, they had a power play to start the third, but Edmonton permitted Columbus just six third-period shots. Yep. Uh, if you're a Columbus fan, you're thinking that performance and you saw the Oilers play Florida, maybe mirrored Edmonton's performance against Florida on Sunday. Nonetheless, the Oilers took care of business last night. They get the 4-1 win. Here's Dave Tippett, head coach, his thoughts on the win. You know, the players talked about it today. They needed a better start than the other day, and they were uh, they were ready. I thought we had a real good first period. We uh, were solid in a lot of areas. The, uh, the ice, you know, Pearson coming in gave us a... Uh, a little better, a little more puck moving back there, so it was solid. Capitalized on some chances. Just a solid win. Oilers went one for five in the power play, but really it was two for five as the first dry saddle goal scored three seconds after a power play had elapsed. Dave Tippett had this to say in the PP regaining some effectiveness. No, but you know, you get, you get stale a little bit, you know, so you're, you know, Gully's done a good job of making sure they know different options that we're looking at and, and throwing some quirks into it so we can, uh, we can stay fresh with it. But you can, I mean, the high skill stuff, but you, you, you know, everybody scouts well. If you're just doing the same thing all the time, it's, uh, it can get uh, bogged down. But right now, I mean, they moved the puck well tonight. You look, uh, the one I don't think was a power play goal. I think they gave it uh, just just after. But if they if they get some openings, they can they can they're really dangerous and they can capitalize. And that being said, the fifth power play, the Oilers just milked the clock at the end of the game as well. Oscar Clefbaum, Oilers defenseman who was paired with Joel Person last night, says the effective start propelled the Oilers to the win. First off, I think we got to learn to to be ready from the start. When we were ready from the start, we were a tough team to beat, and, and especially when we got that first goal. Today, I think we, we played a really good first period, and, and we're a tough team to play against when we get a good start. Like I said, this is a solid road game, and hopefully we can build off this and, and, and get two points in Pittsburgh. Jujar Kara crashing in that. Uh, jump back into the goal column. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice weight on off your shoulders for sure. I mean, um, I mean... It's been 14 games, and uh, I can tell you one thing. I've thought about it every single day, so it's one of those things. Now it's something to build off. I mean, it's one game, and uh, we just got to keep going. All right, so the Oilers last night, I mean, obviously McDavid, Drysaddle, and Cassian all plus two in the hockey game last night. Uh, but let's take it one step further here. There were good moments from Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Jujar Kerr, and Sam Gagne. Uh, I thought that Haas at times looked pretty good with Chase on. I thought it might have been Chase on strongest game. Neil obviously scoring the power play goal. We'll get some further clarification as Riley Sheehan took a, a, a big hit from Pierre-Luc Dubois and uh, went into concussion protocol, and we'll see whether or not the Oilers have to make a move there. I would think if they have to recall a center, it's probably going to be Colby Cave at this stage of the game. But uh, last night, two goals, three-point performance from Leon Dreisaitl, who says that, uh, you know, a little bit different playing with the lead versus chasing games. Yeah, you still have to play it the right way, and you you still have to try and score and create and, and defend. you you got to do all the things that... Um, that you normally do, but um, trying to come from behind is always more exhausting. It's always asks a lot out of you and, and, and uh, to, to get the puck at all times. So, um, again, as good win for us. Bottom line here, the Oilers finish October 9-4-1. I'm sure everybody in oil country will take that. Uh, dry settle, two goals and an assist. He's now up to 12-13-25 on the season. 
which means that he's tied for the NHL lead in goals, and he has the NHL lead in points. He played over 20, he plays over 23 minutes a game. He's playing in every situation, power play. They've tried to cut him back a bit on the penalty kill, but uh, because of some of the challenges at center, they've needed him out there taking the draw. Last night, he played the, the three on five for over a minute. And so I think an argument can be made right now, a strong argument, that Leon Dreisaitl's playing as well as anybody in the league. And actually, this shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody since the start of last season. Since the start of last year, Leon Dreisaitl and Alexander Ovechkin are tied for the NHL lead in goals with 62. The next three players are Tavares, Pasternak, and Stamkos, all at 50. All of those uh, three players are on teams with superior puck-moving defensemen. Points-wise, McDavid and Kucherov are tied at 139. Drysettle is third at 130. Brad Marchand at 129. Pasternak benefits from Marchand. Uh, Stamkos benefits from Kucherov. And likewise, you know, you, you need help. And it just to, at times, Brendan, I'm going to bring you into this conversation. I get the sense that there's a lot of people still from the show me straight on uh, on Drysaddle. And, 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 you know, I'm going to reference this with a little old school talk. I remember when Dick Duff got into the Hockey Hall of Fame. And Jim Gregory was the guy that spoke about it, who passed away yesterday, because Jim used to be on the Hockey Hall of Fame committee. Talked about his tremendous character, and, and Dick, Dick Duff was a really good player. I wouldn't say he was ever a great player, but they passed on Glenn Anderson that year, who had 498 career goals in his top five all-time in playoff scoring. And and usually what happens is, you know, Dick Duff was around when the Leafs, uh, you know, back in the day, Eddie Shack, 62 to 64 Leafs, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, Dick Duff was a pretty good player, no question, but benefited from playing on a good team. And sometimes if you put up numbers on a team that struggles, there's not the same kind of respect given. So Duff, by the way, won a couple championships with the Leafs in 62-63, never scored 30 goals in the NHL. Different era, for sure. But here you have Drysaddle, one of 250 goal scorers in the league last year, and there's still a sentiment out there that this guy ain't that good. The numbers speak for themselves. I mean, I don't think anybody can debate right now that he's a top five player in the world. And given the fact that he kills penalties, that he's the guy on the ice, uh, you know, killing off a five-on-three, when a lot of the other top-end offensive players are not out in those situations, I think speaks volumes to the fact that he might have a, little, a few more dimensions than maybe uh, people think. I'd like to get your thoughts, Brendan. I think he's probably the he's playing the most well-rounded game of anybody on this team right now, in my opinion. He's really starting to cement himself, and I guess we'll find out in time how long he needs to continue this kind of, of performance before people buy into it. I think it's very easy for other people and pundits and organizations around the league to just look and, and kind of mock Edmonton and think that this might be fool's gold, but he hasn't shown me anything in the last couple of years that leads me to believe that this is fool's gold, so I, I would take this at face value if I'm an Oilers fan and say, we've got an incredible find here that we picked up at third overall, so realistically, it's not out of the realm for him to be playing this good, given the draft pedigree either. He he could have always uh, I just, this I potential. Can... Sorry, Brendan, I just didn't see the goals. Like, that's the thing that surprised me. Like, I thought he'd be an elite playmaker seeing him play in junior. 62 goals. And he is playing with Connor McDavid. And Connor is a tremendous player. 
But right now at this moment, I think Connor would be even, you know, put it this way. I mean, I put the tweet out last night. I'm going to guarantee you Connor wouldn't have a problem with me saying that right now you can make a strong argument. Dry settles the best player in the world. He's, he's playing that well. I mean, we had people that had dry settle ranked 15th to 20th in the league coming off a 50 goal year. You know, when there was only two 50 goal scorers in the league. But put it this way, in the 2010s, there was over 2,100 players selected by National Hockey League teams. One player scored 50 or more goals in the NHL. That's Leon Dreisaitl. And it's the completeness of his game. And people say, well, he doesn't play center. Well, actually, him and McDavid alter all the time when they're on the ice together, depending upon the situation. And they each other tremendously well but guess what David Pasternak's a hell of a player in Boston so is Marchand and Bergeron is the defensive consciousness of that line which allows those other two guys to attack a bit more those guys are a brilliant trio together the Leafs have got Matthews they've got Marner uh, and they've got uh, John Tavares those guys help each other out they also got a terrific offensive defenseman in Morgan Riley like a 70 point defenseman Ovechkin plays on a team that's got Backstrom and Kuznetsov uh, as well as Carlson as a right shot option at the point, and TJ Oshie as a right shot option in the middle bumper. So those guys are supported as well. This is just a really interesting conversation. And I go back to the fact I don't know how many of the top offensive players in the world are on the ice killing off a five on three. And that's, to me, that merits serious consideration as to how good this guy is. Bottom line, the Oilers got, in my mind, a better performance out of their depth forwards in last night's game. And they're going to need a step up in weight class against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's humming. Evgeny Malkin skated yesterday. Both teams are going to be reasonably rested. The Oilers playing a back-to-back, and they needed that response. That was an important win for the hockey team. You know, they'd gone 1-3-1 and in their previous five games. They hadn't scored. Uh, and to be honest with you, I thought the Oilers, you know, late in that game last night against Columbus, they just, that was sort of a poised professional performance. They, they nursed that baby home. It is 12-22 in Edmonton. When we come back, we'll get to any... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Shell today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Bob Stoffer joining you from the underrated Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hi, this is Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. All right, welcome back. 1225. Let's go to our Ashley Fine Floors text line. There's some beauties so far. Clear the track. Here comes Shaq. Yes, indeed. You old schoolers, are. Uh, you're going to be stoked at uh, 135 today. Bob, I guess Tough Guy Thursdays turned in 31 Thoughts Behind a Barn Thursday with Elliot coming on with Brian Burke a little bit later. Uh, Bob, Mike Smith was incredible. He won the game last night with his puck moving and performance behind the net. Yes, he was. He was very good. Uh, and uh, text out of Edmonton says, Bob, a previous Oilers coach challenged Leon to be better than Connor some nights. 
Prophetic statement, isn't it? Indeed. Uh, that coach is Todd McClellan. And the LA Kings have got some significant challenges of their own. Off to NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time every time. Elite promotional marketing. Back at 630 Chet Studios in Edmonton. Here's Brendan Escott. Just two games in the NHL tonight, both featuring Canadian content with Calgary visiting Nashville and Montreal playing the Golden Knights down in Vegas. Devils forward Taylor Hall says uh, the team is battling their own fans after getting booed on home ice last night. They are tied for last in the NHL with just seven points on the young season. Hall says he understands the fans' frustration, but when they're one for three on the power play on home ice, they want to feed off the positive energy from the crowd. The Bakersfield Condors shut out 5-0 by San Jose yesterday in that early um, early morning game. Now 3-5-1, and one, they are in Ontario, California for two road games against the rain tomorrow night and Saturday night. The Edmonton Oil Kings host the Saskatoon Blades tomorrow at Rogers Place. Head coach Brad Lauer will have much more on that later in the show and the U of A Golden Bears off until November 8th when they play the Calgary Dinos. All right, uh, Kirby Doc from Saskatoon uh, Blades. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks announcing that uh, Doc will stay. I had uh, uh, somebody tell me uh, in the summer that the Hawks had strongly indicated that Doc was going to be getting a very long look at the uh, start of the year. Taylor Hall. Um, you know, Taylor didn't want to throw a teammate under his bus. His team's goaltending's been terrible. And I'm sure Taylor wouldn't want to say that, but uh, Corey Schneider last night, you outshoot a team 42-21. You shouldn't have to be trying to score an empty net goal to tie the game 6-6 in the final minute. But that's what occurred last night. Uh, Devils haven't been able to get stops. Um, they hired a, lot, a strong analytics base to their team. They, a lot of people thought they'd won the Stanley. They had the Stanley Cup off season with the additions of Subban getting uh, the number one pick in Jack Hughes. It hasn't come to fruition yet, but what's undermined it has been simple, and it's been goaltending, and that's the game. It's the great equalizer. The Oilers came into last night's game with the 12th best save percentage in the NHL. That's part of the reason why they're 9-4-1, and the texter made the point on our Ashley Fine Force text line. Mike Smith played a big part in last night's game, got the win as well. For our friends at River Creek Resort and Casino, Elliot Friesen, uh, Friedman with a rare Thursday appearance on Oilers Now. He's up next after a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.